You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, guys, nice game for the Utah Jazz. At least a nice second half, as the first half was a bad shooting night. This is the Hoopsner postgame show. The Jazz are just rolling right now, and they are one game out of the third spot. Let's look at the standings. Uh, but tonight was a nice win for the Utah Jazz, who beat a Pistons team who didn't have a lot of their players playing. Blake Griffin, the most notable, who did not play tonight. A lot of, a lot of friendly banter between the Jazz and... And and Blake Griffin at the end of the game. Interesting to see how much camaraderie is there. I don't know really the connection. I've heard from people say that certain people mentioned that maybe Blake Griffin thought about signing with Utah at one point. Maybe. Although there's a lot of players that used Utah as leverage to get their contracts elsewhere. That's a thing. The Jazz are like that play, that person that you go out with to make your significant other in high school jealous. And that happens a lot. That's why this offseason for Utah was so incredible is because we were the nice guy that didn't finish last. And we got Boyan Bogdanovich and we made some nice moves. We got Mike Conley and we're rolling. But anyways... The Jazz get a nice win tonight against the Detroit Pistons. It was an ugly game for the most part. Just the the Pistons slew, slowed it down as best they could. The Jazz just couldn't hit shots. They were actually getting pretty good shots in the first half. They just weren't going down. And then the second half, the you know the basketball gods righted everything, and the Jazz made their shots and everything. The guy, the guy that really. I mean, he. I knew that Clarkson had the ability to score. I didn't know that he would be able to fit kind of right within the Jazz scheme so quickly as Jordan Clarkson. He's been phenomenal. Tonight, he had 20 points, uh, and just his three-point percentage was what just kept the Jazz afloat at times, although it was just a barrage of Jazz talent. The Jazz are just better than the Pistons. Uh, but he's been fantastic, you know? And the one player that's still driving me crazy and has been driving me crazy all season is Moutier. For whatever reason, Quinn continues to play him. But when Mike Conley comes back and those Moutier minutes go to Conley, it's going to be fantastic. The Jazz are going to just be rolling. They have that six-man prototype now in Jordan Clarkson who can come in, just score and get buckets. It's fantastic. And then Mike Conley will come back. He'll replace he'll replace Emmanuel Moutier. And tonight we saw another kind of struggle for Boyan Bogdanovich. It almost feels, and I got to go look at this a little bit more, but it almost feels like those Boyan Bogdanovich minutes that he struggled has kind of coincided when Mike Conley went out. Mike Conley, who sets up players so well and has, you know, quietly played well for the Jazz. I know the percentages and point totals aren't everything that Utah wanted, except go look at his three-point percentages. It's actually good. So if you're going to talk bad about Conley, make sure you know what you're talking about. But he's been setting up players, and Bogdanovich not playing particularly well almost, you know, seems to coincide when Mike Conley went out. And I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. I'll have to check that. But really feels like Conley coming back will make Bogdanovich better. We'll replace Moutier minutes with Conley. And now that the Jazz offense is just rolling, this Jazz team is turning into the team they thought 
We all expected. They are fantastic right now. They are just playing defensive basketball at an elite level, and now they're scoring both second unit and first unit. Donovan Mitchell is an all-star this year. If you haven't, go vote for him to win uh, all-star votes. And and Rudy Gobert as well, who has been defensive player of the year again. So tonight, let's just check the box score, but Rudy Gobert dominates Andre Drummond, and he threw an elbow in Malone style that made my heart sing. Let's see. Andre Drummond tonight, 5 for 16 from the field. Andre Drummond, 31%. That's Rudy Gobert. Fantastic. He makes everything harder for everyone. Everyone. And then he makes the perimeter defenders better. You just, if you want to be a good defensive team, just put Rudy Gobert on it and you will be a top five defensive team. When he's playing at his peak, it's unstoppable. Rudy Gobert deserves that DPOY. He absolutely does. Guys, not a lot else to say. This was just kind of a routine win for the Jazz. Bring your lunch pail to work. Eat your bologna sandwich and take out the Detroit Pistons. That's what the Jazz did. They sealed the win. They're going to go three more games now against bad teams. It's nice to see the Jazz now playing, and I expect them to win. The, when the fee, first when the season began, the Jazz looked so out of funk, and things were just going so poorly, and they've turned it around. Now when they play, I expect them to win. It's fun to see. It's great. The Jazz are good. Guys, like and subscribe this video and this channel. Hit the bell. And also, if you're on SLC Dunk Podcast, make sure you rate and review. It would be really nice. I appreciate it. Talk to you later.